Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today, and we thank you for this opportunity to spend more time in your Word, Lord, to grow spiritually and to succeed and thrive in the things that you have for us to be in today, Lord. We thank you for our partners. We thank you for our listeners. We thank you for their blessings and their growth and their development, and we just thank you for the good works that you're doing throughout the earth. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus amen. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of Acts. So this morning, we are continuing in Acts chapter 15, verses 1 through 31. So if you're just joining us for the first time, we want to encourage you now to take the to pause the episode and take the time and opportunity to read over that section of scripture and aid in helping you follow along in our discussion. Amen. 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 All right. And now, the floor, as is our custom, is open for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you may have. So who'd like to begin? I will. All right, promise. Okay, so the Lord's talking to me about Acts 15, verse 11, where it's talking about that everybody was saved through grace. And the Lord remind, especially remind me of Romans 11, 5, 5 through 6. And it says, even so then at this, uh, oh, sorry. Even so then at this present time, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. And if by grace, then there is no longer of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. And if it is... And if it is of works, it is no longer grace. Otherwise, work is no longer work. And so the Lord's pointing out to me that the Bible says that all are saved by the same spirit and they're saved all saved by grace. And the Lord reminded me of, especially inside of James 2, 8 through 9, where it talks about that if someone shows partiality that they're disobeying the law, and Lord's remind me that the Bible says that the Lord never changes and that He never disobeys His own law. And so, Lord, show me that along with that, everybody inside of the body of Christ has the same privileges and um, rights. Okay, that's the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And. Lord, remind me, especially today, more, more so, pe- people are more so focused on divisions inside of the church saying, oh, for example, if you're a Calvinist or a Catholic, they're more so focused on those divisions instead of saying, no, we're all saved by the same spirit, and so we're going to love each other equally. But as, But since they're not loving each other equally and they're focused on the divisions they they can't fully 
enter into what the Lord has for them. Because James said, James 2 also says that if someone's guilty, if they disobey one um, commandment of the law, they're guilty of all of it. And Paul also says that all, all of the commandments of the law are all summed up in love your, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so the Lord is also reminding me of, though it's not specifically based on the law, but the Lord laying down to the law is also what people are supposed to be following today. As in, they're not, it's not, oh, we just throw away the law, I can just murder, murder or do things that are specifically said, don't do this inside the law, that those rules still exist. It's not, unless you don't do these things, if you do these things at least once, you're a goner. It's not like that. Hmm. So as you're talking, sweetheart, it's, it sounds like the Lord is making clearly evident that there is a difference between having your trust based in what you do being what's going to see you to heaven or just your faith in the goodness of God and receiving the grace that he gave us and knowing that is what he is looking for. So there are multiple laws that are being referenced, not just the law of Moses. There's the law of love, which that's what the word says. If you keep the law of love, you've kept all the law and the prophets and you, you keep all the commandments. So there's a higher law than what we can see in the natural. But the Lord wants us to, as a result of our faith and trust in the grace that he's given us, we walk in the good works he's already predestined. Not doing the good works to say, look what I did, God, you owe me, right? Yes. So it's all a matter of where our hope is placed, what our faith is based in, and what our expectation is. Because if you, uh, what you read in Romans, if you exchange the definition of grace and works, you confuse and mangle the whole thing and you automatically exclude yourself from being able to partake of it and act in righteousness as in regard to where your faith is applicably um, placed. Does that make sense? Yes, probably. Okay. So keeping that definition clear is where you started in Romans and realizing that God, you can never do good enough to earn God's forgiveness. You can never do enough penance. You can never have enough misery. You can never starve or fast yourself enough. You can never spend enough money. You can never be nice enough. You can never give enough food to the poor. You can never, um, anything you think of that looks like uh, fleshly righteousness. You can never do any of that kind of stuff. Even in keeping the, the Torah, the law of Moses, you cannot do enough to earn your way into heaven or to God's um, presence. You cannot earn it because you're bound to fail in one component or another. You're bound to fail at something. And which is, that was the focus that Jesus made when he said, if you looked at a woman and lusted after her, you committed adultery already. You're just thinking it's based on, well, I didn't physically go to bed with her. I'm safe. And the Lord said, no, we already saw that in your, (laughs) the Lord, God saw that in your heart. And it's already on the books as though you've already done it. You didn't physically stab your brother to death or beat him with a rock or, or shoot him or whatever, but you hate him. That's already on the books. 
So if you're basing it on just physically what you do, you've missed it because it, it's based on the desire of your heart, which is why he says, now turn and place your desire to enter into God's grace and to extend your faith towards Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Take the fact that he's done all that work and enter by grace and be out of your love for him. You do those things that follow love. Love does not violate someone else. The love of God, right? Yes. Yes. So thereby it fulfills all the law and the prophets. Darling, do you have something you want to say? I, I did. Does, we can bring it even deeper, right? And by looking at why do we do those things? Which why, things? Um, not faith, but works-based, trying to earn to it. Enter into a works-based relationship exactly. with God. Exactly. Is, is it to appease the flesh and give us a, a warm and fuzzy feeling that we, we have done something that on the surface reflects the Lord, but really it's just to cover our own shame or guilt or, or whatever mm-hmm. negative thoughts, feelings, emotions, all that that we may have about ourselves or the situation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. But then we can, like I said, bring it even deeper, right? And, and this is something that we have talked about, you know, offline and, and taught each of you, but it bears repeating. We were talking a lot about our destiny track, right? Your yes. And the destiny, your destiny is not guaranteed. Right? Yes. Your destiny was given to you by the Lord. And it comes, you reach it by your love for the Lord, demonstrated by your obedience to him, which is your faith in action. Doing what he says to do when he says to do it, how he says to do it, following every every command, every jot and tittle, if you will, of what he is telling you, which is also written, is backed up, it's written in his word. So as both the spoken and written word of the Lord, that he's telling you for you, which will also be a blessing to many. There, you know, instead of having a, a mindset and perception of, well, if I just do these things that are written in the Word, I'll check this box. Well, I gave to the poor, and I, I helped the, the widows and the elderly and the um, um, the orphans and, mm-hmm. and, and those things. Well, while they're good things, mm-hmm. not saying don't do them, what's the Lord telling you for you? Because He always gives you a, hey, this is where I want you to be, right? Well, we, mm-hmm. we talked about offline about King David. I've anointed you to be king. Right? Yes. But it took time. He had to develop, to grow, to mature, to be, to, I'll say, demonstrate that he was ready to enter into the role and do it. And where we've gotten, I'll say, lax, many have, in the, become the, I'll say, the McDonald's generation. We want it our way right away, right now. Oh, you anointed me to do this thing? Well, I've got it. And then many have pushed the Lord to the side. We're like, no, I'll take it from here. I've Lord. got it. All right, you anointed me. I've got it from here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not how the Lord wants us to function because, that, one, it's not operating by faith, mm-hmm. and that, which is why he doesn't always reveal every aspect of the plan immediately because then we would be doing it out of our own flesh, not out of faith, mm-hmm. where he wants us to walk by faith. And it also takes away from our relationship with him. Mm-hmm. The, the author of whatever cookbook you follow 
you have no relationship with. You're just following the steps. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't require faith. It's just, okay, this is just the process. Mm-hmm. And if I follow the process, I've got it. Mm-hmm. Where the Lord's like, no, 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 I want to teach you. I'm going, I'm going to teach you my ways and my thoughts along this mm-hmm. journey. So you grow, you develop, but then also you are a blessing to many because you're fulfilling the Lord's purpose, A, for your life, mm-hmm. but helping them, helping usher them, pointing them towards the Lord and the destiny track he has for them. Mm-hmm. And it changes the whole game. And, and going back to the destiny track, the Lord had a destiny track, even for the children of Israel. It was that they would enter into the promised land, a land filled with milk and honey. But that first generation that came out of Egypt did not get to enter in. So again, it's, just, it's not guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You have to pursue the Lord and His plan for your life. Mm-hmm. Not go. You can't go about it your own way and think you'll ultimately achieve or enter into Mm-hmm. The fullness of what he has planned by doing it your own way is mm-hmm. no different than Nimrod and at the Tower of Babel. Mm-hmm. The Lord had a way for them to enter into the heavenlies, and they said, "No, we're going to do it our own way. We're mm-hmm. just going to build this tower up to the heavenlies, and we'll enter it. And we'll build a name for, our, make a name for ourselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Where the Lord says, "No, just follow me. Follow my plan, my will, my destiny track for your life," and that's how we well, we enter it. Yep, and as well as his grace through faith. And he leads us and guides us along the way. But then our love for him is demonstrated by our, by our obedience. <clears throat> so it is the faith working with the works as you brought up promise. Um, John chapter 14, verse 15 says this. This is Jesus speaking. He says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Amen. Then in verse 23, Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the words which you hear is not mine, but the father's who sent me. So Jesus is the easiest love that you'll ever have. He's the easiest person to love. You never have to go, Lord, does this please you? Lord, what about this? What if I bring you flowers? He's like, no, it's pretty simple. Here it is. If you love me, keep my commandments. Amen. So that means whatever he said, both that's already found written in his word and what Holy Spirit speaks to you, because back to verse um, verse 16, it says, and I will pray the father and he will give you another helper that he may abide with you forever. The spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but yet you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. So Amen. the Holy Spirit tells us what Father God wants and tells us the command of our Lord Jesus Christ because he's the head of the body and Jesus is only commanding what the Father already wants to have done. So that is being um, placed in our heart and laid before us. And Jesus kept it really simple. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. So now here's the difference. Typically, we're like, I'll go over here and I'll feed the orphans. Does that make you happy, Lord? I'll, I'll, I'll swim the sea and go, um, evangelize, you know, foreign nations. Does that make you happy? God, I'll, I'll fast and give up my, my natural wealth for the, the needy or for the fatherless or for the widows. Does that make you happy? God. And usually the question is not, does that make you happy? It's okay, Lord, I've done this now. Bless me. Right. And, but the way God wants it done 
is he says, give me your heart and your life, and then come to me and hear what I have to say to you. Mm-hmm. Keep your heart, your heart open to my guidance, and I'll direct your paths. And then he'll say to you, okay, son or daughter, I want you to go to the grocery store and buy groceries for this person. Your job now is to not go, what if, why, maybe, if, it's to go do what he said do, finish the task and complete it, and then you automatically know that he's pleased because you kept his word. He already re- mm-hmm. feels and senses your love. He sees and perceives your love, and he's experiencing it because you did what? Keep his commandment. He doesn't already but- have to. He doesn't have to tell you again. Don't commit adultery or steal or lie because it's already written in the scriptures. So those are foundation hard truths that don't ever change. But there are uniquenesses to everyone's life and walk with him. So he may not ask me to go to the grocery store and buy groceries for that person. But he tells me to go um, build a water station or say hi or, you know, whatever it is that God tells me to do. Like this podcast, for example, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And when I do it, I know my father is pleased and he is able to perceive my love for him. And he knows that I love him because I did what he already said. I kept his commandment. And it further proves that we are a friend of God, right? Mm-hmm. He says, I no longer call you slaves, but friends, mm-hmm. because we've done what he's commanded us. Mm-hmm. So yes, we don't even have to ask, are, are you pleased? Well, did you do it in excellence as unto the Lord? Did you do it with a joyful heart? Mm-hmm. Or did you do what he said begrudgingly? Mm-hmm. Uh, all that speaks volumes. Right. And that that's, our attitude is already written in the hard scriptures, mm-hmm. Right. Come before him with gladness and thanksgiving, right? Come into his courts in a certain way. Um, he loves a cheerful giver. That's stuff that's already hard written. So we can take it and know this is how God feels that we're supposed to, our baseline, this is how we carry ourselves. This is our perspective. Now, the the things that are unique to my destiny and to your destiny, Holy Spirit is speaking those and how to apply his word in every situation. He's speaking that on a moment by moment basis. Mm-hmm. But people have exchanged listening to his guidance and having that breath to breath relationship and communication with him because it seems too hard. When I just want to do what I want to do, like if I have a system in my mind, I can just go work my system and then go look back and say, God, you please, you happy with that? You should be happy with that. Right? Because you wrote it here, well, you know, a few times <laughs> here, here, and here in scripture. So I did that. I checked that box. That should be sufficient. But if you've closed off your ears to Holy Spirit's guidance, when he said, I, I want you to go over here, right? I can go and evangelize millions of people and lead them to Christ. But if God only asked me to raise my children, did I please the Lord? If he said, I want you to evangelize your kids mm-hmm. and make sure they know my name and they can hear my voice. But I'm like, no, nah, I'll skip that, Lord. I'm going to, they'll be okay. They'll make it. I need to go to the nations. I need to do the glamorous thing. And I I need to go, you know, take a boat across the sea, fly an airplane and, and preach to the African people's children or, you know, whatever country or nation that I find and bring those people to Christ. But I neglect the thing that God told me to do. Mm -hmm. Is he pleased with that? No, absolutely not. Mm -mm. No, no. I think I told you guys this story about when I was younger, how I learned to just follow the Lord by just doing what was asked and it left an impact. So that's likewise for us, not building our own works or doing what we think, but doing what God actually said. Amen. Well, let's stop there for today. And, um, 
With that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, thank you for today. Just thank you for giving us your word, Lord. Just telling us what we need to do, Lord. And Lord, I just thank you for not making words works-based, Lord, and just making words that are able to receive your grace, Lord. And Lord, I just thank you for just giving us your Holy Spirit, Lord, so that we're able to understand all things, Lord, and just telling us what we need to do and showing us um, what our destiny is, Lord, and showing us how to walk in, into it, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' amen. mighty name, amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.